Dave. Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electrodiamond, and today I am here with go-go dancer and video creator, Silver, who can be seen performing at Bar Lubitsch tonight in Twin Fl Flings and can be seen tomorrow night performing at Epic Lounge. Yep. Oh, no, not tomorrow night. Sorry. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you today, sexy? I am doing great. I am not hungover and full of energy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Has any? I don't think anybody's been energy. I love hungover. I don't think I've had a guest. Well, I guess hasn't told me if they're hungover. Like <laughs> they're like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Work. So. Where are you originally from? I am from here in California. Um, just been living in LA my whole life. Moved like 10 times growing up. So I got to know the city and everywhere. Work. So what was it like for you growing up as a kid? Um, so I'm the youngest of four and my siblings are wow. 10, 12, and 14 years older than I am. Um, I'm 25. I'm a quarter. Just turned. And um, it was interesting because it was like I had like five parents, like my siblings and then my parents. So it was right. always like, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. And you can't play video games and be a girl character. No, you need to yeah. <laughs> be all boyish. Very that. So, as the youngest, were you? Did you get like a ton of attention? I did. I got the good attention, good attention, but also, you know, that always meant there was always an eye on me. So if I ever was like, you know, got in a fight in school or, you know, didn't do my homework, which was always, <laughs> it was always noticed and looked at. Right. I will say the weirdest thing. I have like a different outlook so it's like i was yes i'm the youngest like i have an older sister but like i i never felt more ignored like <laughs> as i always say me doing drag is just like a desperate attempt to try and get the attention i didn't get as a kid <laughs> but like yeah so what was it like for you coming out uh, so my coming out story, it's actually very interesting. <laughs> um, I came out to a group of friends in middle school. We all went to the movie theater. We would like, we had this thing where we would always go see movies like once a week, um, go to our closest movie theater. And then one of the moments I was just like, you know what? I need to come out to them. And so I did. And they were like, bitch, we knew. Like, <laughs> it was the greatest feeling. Um, and it was very obvious. Like, I would go to school. I went to public school. So we could just yeah. wear whatever we wanted. And I would wear, like, a lot of pink or just very, I don't know. I would I would feminize my looks, what I would wear. Even yeah. though it was just, like, jeans and a t-shirt. It was like, I'm going to roll this up a little bit. Or I'm going to fold my belt loop or something. You know, like, accessories as well. Um. So that was the first time I came out. And then the second was to my family and everyone else, the whole world. I right. was 
18? Yeah. I was 18, um, dating one of my boyfriends who, at the time, I worked at Walmart, and he was my manager, and we just, like, hit it off real quick, started dating, and that meant he would, like, come over to my house a lot, and I was living with family at the time. Right. Um, and one day, I came home from work, it was, like, 7 p.m., <laughs> And my mom and dad were in the living room and they were like, can you sit down real quick? We need to ask you a question. And I was like, okay, sure. My heart was just like pounding. Right. But I was just playing cool. So I sit down on the couch and they're like, I have an uncle. Um, he's also gay and his name is yeah. Hector. So they were like, is your friend that comes over, is he, you know, like is he like Hector? And I was like, yeah, he is. And then right after that, they were like, are you? And for a moment, it just felt like time froze. Like it was like, like, you know, in, uh, I don't know, like a video game or TV show when a character is just like, and in that moment, I didn't know what to do. Like they just right. had like a camera. That's what it felt like. And quickly I just responded, yes. I'm gay too. And my mom laughed and she was like, no, you're not. And then, and my dad said, I knew it. Because when you were little, you would put socks in your chest and run around the house <laughs> and put put shirts on your head and act like it was long hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. But well, it was like, we laughed about it. It was good. A good coming yeah. out. And then I posted it on Facebook because that was the ish at the time. Yeah. And... Yeah, now I'm out and proud and like go-go dancer and I do drag as well. And I just love queer community and queer art and queer culture. Work. So my coming out story, family was good. There is a bad twist to that. I'll get to that in a minute. Oh. Uh, so I only had to come out to my dad and my sister because I came out four months after my mom died. So it was like, yeah, so it was easier only having to come out to one parent as i said give you all the credit having to come out to two it was so much easier having to come out to one so what i did do the weekend that i came out was i came out to a youth minister oh shit this is where it gets bad um <laughs> So I told him about this performance idea I had with like a knife and how I like practiced it. And then after I said that, he walked out of the room. He came back in about 10 minutes later. He said, you have one of two options. Either you're coming with me or I'm calling the cops. So I didn't want, I didn't want the cops called. So I went with him to get uh, a psych evaluation, which I passed. He made it seem like I was lying. So I ended up getting locked in a mental institution for 64 hours. What? Yeah. That's insane. Definitely. Yeah, like, that's just so unbelievable to me that 
that can happen. It just, I don't understand why people just instantly go towards that negative and are like, gay is wrong. Gay is a sickness. Gay. Like, and my sisters fully thought it was because I was gay. Cause it's like, let's get real. One of the questions that they asked me in the psyche valve was, are you in drama? Like, are you in are theater? You I'm like, I'm, yeah. And I'm like, yes. Cause I was like, <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's normal. Because, again, creative people think of things that aren't always pleasant. And, like, that's how I still am today. I say, like, I'm a singer-songwriter. That's, like, what I do in drag. I'm, like, one of the only bitches who sings live every time I perform. <laughs> which isn't often anymore. We'll get to that in a minute. But it's like... It's like, I sing live, I perform, I'm creative, I'm a singer-songwriter, I don't know how to write happy, so all of my songs are either, like, about revenge, about anger, about sadness, or about being a slut. <laughs> or a mix of it all. <laughs> I have not done that, but I will totally work into Emotional will... mashup. <laughs> Definitely. Right. Oh, I don't need to ask that. Um, so <laughs> what was it like for you the first time you performed in West Hollywood? Um it Well The first time I performed solo, um, because I was a backup dancer for one of my friends and it was just incredible it was so fun um but i'll do like officially performing because yeah you know me um it was for a competition called battle babies hosted by tony soto um and it was in january of this year i was like promoting about it i made my own flyers because i like to do like photoshop and stuff so i like did all that and I was so excited. <laughs> and then the day comes and I just like psyched myself out, self-sabotaged. And I was super late. Like the show starts, the show starts at 10, like it starts at 10. And they pushed it back to 10.30. I walked in at 10.36. <laughs> um, I had no makeup on. <laughs> no makeup whatsoever because I forgot my makeup bag at home and I went to go get ready at one of my friends' houses. And I like I knew what I wanted to wear, I knew what I wanted to look like, I knew my number. Yeah. And then literally like three days before I was I just was like, no, I'm gonna change it. And I made a mix and it was horrible. <laughs> I didn't even know like all the words to it because I added like dialogue and I was like, that was not cute. Um, right. And then at my friend's house that I was getting ready to, I brought like 13 different outfits, ended up wearing the one that I didn't want to wear. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, and also, I was supposed to perform first, which I still did. <laughs> so, I walked in, I put my stuff in the back, I was like, hey, Tony, I'm so sorry. And Maxwell, he's the producer of the show. Right. Um, and they were just like, girl... 
You showed up 36 minutes late and you were supposed to perform first. And I still did. There, <laughs> my favorite thing about Tony is Tony is super shady and is unapologetically Tony, which is great. So the first thing he says is, all right, now we can get the show started because our first person who we've been stalling for is here. Welcome to the stage, the latest person, Silver. <laughs> and then I go on stage and I perform. And it was, it was weird because all that anxiety and all that stress, it just went away. Because my thing is like when the music starts, when I'm on stage and the lights hit, whether I'm a go-go, I'm in drag, it doesn't matter. I'm at a wedding. I don't care. Like if music is playing, that's it. And I just like got in the zone and did my spins and kicks and dips everything and it was incredible i got like good feedback from the audience i was i got great engagement um i got eliminated right away (laughs) because i had no makeup and it's drag competition right um and i was like you know what valid point yes i deserve to get eliminated but it was just so validating for me because after walking through the crowd people were like I loved your mix, or I loved your number. I loved when you did this. I liked when you did this. Oh, that's such a good outfit right there. That like, it's those little comments that just like give it gives me that reassurance. Especially because I, I tip, I work in um, precincts in downtown LA, and that's like my home bar. That's my home right there. So going from that scene to WeHo was very different, and I didn't know what to like expect. Right, and, and then now I'm just like, I'm just gonna be me and not stress myself out. <laughs> See, I have one of those like very sort of different experiences because I actually started doing drag at like open mic nights in straight bars. So like, oh shit, I was yeah. So I first started performing. So I live in Florida. I lived in Orlando for four years, and that's. I went to this bar. I had performed there probably for like a month, two months out of drag. And then, like, finally, one day I just said, I just decided, like, I'm going to do it. Like, now is the time. I had an idea of, like, what I wanted to wear. I went there and, like, granted, I had, like, a mixed reaction. I always I always did the whole time I was there because it's, like, it's, like, everybody, especially, like, anyone who knows open mic nights, you have so many, like, acts who are just acoustic guitar, acoustic guitar. I went in there doing electronic music because oh. that's what I write. So, like, I did. And, like... As I said, musicians liked me because I was different. Mm-hmm. And, like, the crowd was mixed. Younger people got me. I feel like older people were kind of, eh. mm-hmm. And that was also the same bar who, like, or where, like, one night, the week before, I had screened Motherfucker in a microphone, and then I got told next week not to do that. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, of course it's not in my set this week. 
I did that last week. Like, I'm not. <laughs> You're like a repeat. What? No. No. Because that's always how I've been. Like, some people do the same sets over and over and over again. Like, they have one set and that's all they do. I'm very much the person who, like, rotates everything. Because mm-hmm. that's just how I am. And also, especially if you have people coming to see you every week. It's nice to get. Yeah, something different. So, and this is before you told me that you did drag, so I'll just ask this question anyway. What yeah. would you describe your performing style as? Um, as a go-go, it's very um, dorky, sexy, <laughs> sexy dork. <laughs> That's what I love to do as a go-go. Um, but also, you can tell I know every single beat, rhythm, like, word. But I love, like, making eye contact with someone in the crowd and just being, like... Oh, like, like for example, like, you know the song Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Yeah. I'll look at someone in the audience and be, like, like you know, just dancing and then be, like... Like doing something really <laughs> stupid, and I love crossing my eyes, and or just like doing weird movements, and then from going that, just like being posed and poised, and yeah, I'm a good time. That's what I'll say. I'm very entertaining to watch. <laughs> and let's yeah, be a I character. Mean, I would say that, like going back, like obviously I watched some of your stuff before. I interviewed people because that's called yeah. doing research, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that you're like, there are some go-go dancers who are like so serious. Yeah. And like, it's kind of, I've never really seen like a go-go dancer in person be like a goofball. And I actually <laughs> kind of like that. I think it's fun. Like, especially my thing is, no matter what, I love to entertain myself. Yeah. You know, not everyone does the same thing or can give up the same energy or, you know, everyone's different and everyone has what they can specialize, your strengths and weaknesses. And for me, it's just, I'm a huge gamer. Like, growing up, I played video games my whole life. I love fighting games. So... When I go-go, sometimes I dress up as Katana from Mortal Kombat, but, like, go-go male version. Um, And the moment I pull out those fans and I clack them, people are living, especially straight girls. They just will be like, here's a 20. Yes. And it's a good time. Well, okay, to that, I mean, amazing. So... Have you ever, like, gotten judged because you're not the, like, typical, like, stereotypical go-go who's, like, just very sort of, like, masculine and, like... Um, no. Well, not to my face. So, (laughs) I don't know if it has happened, but so far, no. I just get a lot of good feedback from people. Like, dancers who 
I'll meet for the first time ever and we'll dance on the same stage. They'll just be like, I love your energy. I danced harder because you were giving so much. And like, I love to engage with not just like the audience, but also the dancers. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten any negative feedback. Just all good. Like I love wearing my boots and people live and yeah. Just wait, just wait, bitch. This is going to calm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it has already, too. Like, I'm sure people are like, oh, there's silver. Oh, silver's going to do this. But if that does happen, I'm just. My thing is, I have a tattoo right here, and it's like a sun, um, and it like shades toward the center. And in the center, it says um, happiness in Japanese kanji, because I'm part Japanese. So that meaning is like the world is a dark and shady place, but no matter what, just shine your light and be positive. There's no time for negativity. Just yeah. Be. And eventually you'll become like stronger getting in the negativity. Like it's like the first time you actually see it, it's going to sting, but it's like yeah. after the, um, as I say, like the 500 first time of seeing it, it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah i get it you're gonna judge me because you only like when people in bodysuits are like skinny as a twig and i'm a big bitch fucking deal with it you don't have to look at my page Boom. like leave leave me alone like and then exactly. lock and delete <laughs> <laughs> i am i am very much that person where it's like you're gonna say something rude well i'm gonna block you so you can't say anything rude again like it's like they're taking the time out of their day. My thing, I'm like, thank you for the views. Oh, I appreciate it. Like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm always make something into a joke. That's what I love to do. Right. Laugh about it. <laughs> so, have you ever been inappropriately touched while go 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 dancing? Always. <laughs> Um, now the extent of it, my thing is I'm very chill person. I'm very go with the flow. I feel as a go-go, my job is to make sure that you as a person in the club wants to have fun. You want to dance and you want to not feel threatened by a go-go, but be like inspired to dance more. Or drink right. um, Like, I see a lot of people sometimes just standing there, like, with their drink. Serious. And I'll look at them, and I will literally stop dancing and just look at them and go. <laughs> and, like, do something really stupid. <laughs> but it's like, I will copy the exact movement they're doing. They know I'm doing it, and I'm looking at them in their eyes. And because I have that dumb moment with them, they smile or they smirk and then they'll do like a little dance or yeah it's like those are the things <laughs> but there's gotta be some well i don't know maybe you are one of those go-go dancers who's like touch me any way you want but there's there's gotta be some things where it's like one time a guy you... i was uh like he just kept pulling out dollar i think he gave me like 30 dollars he took me 30 times, but he just kept pulling out dollar after dollar after dollar. And it got to a point where I was just like, okay, like, 
thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it. But it was like, what else can I do? Um, but basically on that last dollar, he was like, turn around. So I did, because I was like, give me the front side to side or, you know, the back. And so like, I had like my ass in his face for shaking it. Yeah. And then he like tipped the dollar, put it in like my thong strap. Right. And then with his thumb, he like went on like my hole and tried to finger me while I was go-go dancing. And so I quickly just like grabbed his hand and was like, no. <laughs> like, that, I've literally, that's, that's I've literally like yeah. talked about this. Like my last interview I did with Phoenix, I literally like started it by saying like, what I don't get why the fuck people think that they can touch go-go dancers assholes. Like I do not know. Like it's like where the fuck were you raised? Like I would never, even if I knew the person, still I would never do that. Like I'm like I'm on stage right now. This is not the time. <laughs> no, I also have a very much a rule of if you want to hook up with me after the gig, that's fine. You wanting to hook up with me before I perform, that's not happening. Because mm-hmm. I did actually, like, speaking of when I lived in Orlando, this was actually at a point when I started performing at gay clubs. I had a guy, like, on a bicycle, literally, like, just whip out his dick in front of my car. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, I literally said, go away. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not happening. Like, not today. <laughs> Not today. Like, as I said, I was very much about, like, the place I used to perform, I was so sad that it closed in Orlando, but it's like, they had, like, a beach out back where, like, I did go, yeah, I did go with a guy who, like, a few times, like, wanted to suck me off after I was done performing, so I let him do it. And, like... <laughs> Because, again, as I said, I'm down for anything. Like, I got fucked in the parking lot one time after I performed. It's like, after I perform, I don't care. Yeah. But you're like, before, this is not part of the process of preparation. No. Because, well, I don't know. Well, maybe not when you're go-go dancing. But, like, when you're in drag, can you imagine if, like, somebody wanted to hook up with you before you went to perform? God, no. Exactly. Like I'm, like, having you, like, um undo all those tights and then take off the outfit. Yeah, it's not happening. Putting on a wig and then having it... Oh, no. I'm like... And it's no, like actually... They... I think... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was like, actually, <laughs> okay, the God. biggest... The, I was like, the biggest stress would probably be the makeup. I'd be like, don't touch my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, do it, like, after I've performed, after I've taken my pictures, like... Yeah, because I want people to believe that I looked good throughout the night. That's why I post. That's why I'm always the person. Like when I post photos, I do them before I do the interviews. So it's like that's when my face looks great. When it looks just done, I sit there like in the heels. But it's like after the interview, I like especially with the guests. You'll see how like I literally like after I'm done hitting live, I literally like de drag in front of like the guests and like talk for a little bit that's just <laughs> how i am pull off my wig like that's such a like good it's like you can breathe yeah i love 
that moment, taking off the wicked leg. Especially as I always say, like, when people talk about, like, wanting to live in warmer climates, it's like, think about it doing drag. Like, as someone who's lived in Florida my whole life, I can't wait to leave Florida. Like, <laughs> and as I said, LA is always like an option of I'll move there at some point, but I want to move somewhere that like has a different climate first. Mm-hmm. So my plan is to like move to Atlanta. Oh, I know a couple people thinking about moving there actually. Yeah. And it's... for that reason, they're like, it's getting too hot in California. It's getting too wishy-washy with the weather here. Yeah, and Atlanta has seasons. like Actual in, seasons. Yeah, in, in Florida, there's just like, maybe if you're lucky, two weeks of winter, and then the rest of the year is just like hot. Like, <laughs> you're like, that's a, that was a nice 72 degrees. Back to 95. Even, no, like, I'm someone who like, let it get to 40, like, I love when it's 40. I get to put on, like, a sweatshirt and, like. I like What about Seattle? Isn't it cold there all the time? See, I want to try. Yeah, it is always cold in Seattle. I want to try somewhere. I think it's going to be, like, my thing is, like, I want to go somewhere, like, before I have to do, like, a time adjustment change. Because, like, mm-hmm. I know that's going to, like, throw me off if when I'm yeah. about to the West Coast, like, because I've lived on the East Coast my whole life, like. It's a, it's a big difference. The seat schedule, yeah. job. But as I said, I always tell people, it's like, for this, being in LA is better, because literally, one of the reasons, like, half of my guests are from LA is because, yes, it's harder to get y'all, but once <laughs> I actually get you and, like, book you, you actually show up. Yes. Because anytime Detroit, Miami, it's like I try and book, <laughs> I try and book people, they f- they fucking flake every time. Every time. Come on, LA. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you haven't been doing it that long, so I don't know if this has happened to you yet. Has anyone ever stolen a tip off of your body? As a go-go, yes. Yes. Um, drag, no. I'll stuff them in, like, my boobs. Right. I haven't said that yet. But as a go-go, yeah. I, like, whenever I, I have, um, like, the strap on my thigh or, like, on my, like, a wrist strap or something. Right. I've had people, like, if it's on, like, the backside or, you know, facing the back where I can't really see. As they're, like, touching me, they'll, like, take the same dollar and try to tip me with it. Or, you know, I drop money and they're, like, try to be slick and, like, take it. But I'm very, I'm, like, an eagle. And I'm just, like, very vigilant. Or, like, an owl at night. You know, money is my prey and I can just always see it. So, (laughs) I'm, like, don't touch my coin, girl. I'm in this thong for a reason. I don't get why people think that they can steal tips. I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, why? I've also I've seen people get tipped with fake money as well. What? 
Yeah, I saw someone, Apple a Day, <laughs> that's her name. Um, she did a competition that we have at Precinct called the Henny Games, run, um, hosted by my good friend, amazing Isidore Spreads. But she, um, Apple was lip syncing, and someone tipped her a $100 bill, and it was a fake bill. <laughs> See, that's like, if somebody's like, getting tips like tip people real money mm-hmm. like i very much do it when i when i used to like work in orlando i wasn't as much as like a bodysuit queen as i am now so i like used to wear pants so literally when people used to like give me a tip i used to be able to just like shove it in my pocket now it's like i have nowhere to put tips so i just have to let them like fall on the ground and have people yeah. bring me back tips like you're just and like, trust it, the process. <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't steal my money. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get what? that. I'm like, why do you steal the money, girl? Why? What was the reason? What was the reason? The, cr- the thing that you said where, like, they would take a dollar and try and tip you back with it, it's like, that does nothing. <laughs> Literally, and it's like, my thing is, I can always feel when someone's going to touch me. Um, Something I, very funny about me is like I'm a I'm a go go who wears the most clothes. I feel like yes, I'm wearing the bare minimum, but I also I like to have little accessories like gloves or um, yeah, thigh high socks or you know like just little things. So it's when someone touches me, I can like feel fabric, like the fabric move or something. Yeah, so I'm like I felt she pulled that dollar that was attached to my skin. Like don't try to steal my money and then tip me with it again. Crazy. But if I do get any big bills, I like just throw it in my boot right away. Right. Because you know that's what they're going to try and steal. It's like... Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, if somebody were to try and steal my tip, thing is, first of all, I don't think anyone would try with me because it's like, if I see you trying to steal a tip, I'm holding a microphone. <laughs> so like I can call you out if I see you trying to steal my tip. Like I'm literally holding a microphone. Like don't be the, that the embarrassment that they would feel. Yeah. Like the public humility. <laughs> in terms of like I would say in terms of dragon, in terms of like people touching me inappropriately. Never Boom. I would say this isn't even touching inappropriate, but this is like never anyone that I didn't want to. Meaning, like, mm, yeah, I get that. Meaning, meaning, like, my friends with benefits, like, when he saw me perform one time, he grabs my ass. He fucks me. He can grab my ass all he wants. Like, he does it in person. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. But if someone just was just like, strangers, it doesn't. Yeah. Because this is the thing as a drag queen, I don't pad. So, like, if you're grabbing my ass, you're actually grabbing my ass. Like, <laughs> you're like, there's no padding here. There's not. It's like you can obviously tell. It's like, yes, that's actual skin underneath those fishnets. Like, <laughs> that is not a hip pad. Like, that is not like, because someone actually told me to pad one time, and I'm like, so you want me to pad my already large ass to make it larger? Where's the logic in this? Like the the boom. My thing is 
now that I I just started padding actually. Um, yeah. Because I finally found pads, so I'm like, yes. But the issue I'm having is ripping my tights. <laughs> exactly, because your your tights are probably like fitting your old like. Yeah, like they fit like the shape I had, and yeah, that's now the they're thing. like. <laughs> gotta go shopping. That's why, yeah, that's why you need to buy new clothes. Well, or or I just say not use pads like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i am well i'm very much the anti of like what most drag queens are it's like it's like i don't wear pads i don't do eyes that's why i have sunglasses like i literally don't know how to do them like i never learned how to do them and like i felt like as a live singer i got away with like the j-lo not- glasses moment yeah, because I don't have to, because it's always like, and for me, especially singing live, it's like, well, as you know, as a performer, eyes like tell the most, like the emotion of whatever you're trying to do. So yeah. it's like, it forces you to not pay attention to my eyes and it forces you when I'm performing something emotional and listen to what I'm saying. And they don't know where you're looking either. That's another reason, because there are times, especially in those open mic days, whenever somebody would, like, quote-unquote, try and hit a note, and they didn't necessarily do it, I would roll my eyes. So it's like, (laughs) now that you can't see it, you can't tell how fucking shady I'm being. (laughs) You're like, there's a reason I wear glasses. Shade. (laughs) Yeah. Because there are some people, I'd love to say, everyone get your life if you love being a performer, but just know that if you suck, somebody's going to judge you. <laughs> or if you do something that's not in their style, anything, like, you will always get judged, but just move out. But in terms of, yeah, it's also just understand that you're having a tiny spotlight on you. I've been drag. Everyone's paying attention to me. And that's kind of why we do it, as I always say. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I always say, like, some people are just... So everybody, everybody wants to get attention as a performer. Some of us are just better at it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Paris Balenciaga said it correctly. Anyone could be a drag queen, but not everyone should be. <laughs> that is so true. The shame of it all. <laughs> it's also it's also some people, it's like it's like if you're gonna lip sync, lip sync well. Or maybe just be a dancer. Well actually no, I shouldn't say that. Some people can't dance. Um <laughs> I think it's just people just need to learn to pace themselves. Like everyone wants to, this is just my opinion, but I feel like everyone has this mentality of like, oh, I've seen this person do this. So I'm going to be that too. Like, no, learn who you are. It's just like drag is always going to, it's an art form. So, you know, it's expression. 
And some people like to just do a copy and paste, which is fine, because that's their art. But, you know, learn to make it your own. Like, for example, like me, I'm learning how to do my, I want to have a staple face. So when people see my face, they're like, oh, that's a silver face. Right. Like, yeah. Sorry, I go on tangents all the time. <laughs> well, this is the thing, girl. I sent you, I sent you my interview with Phoenix. You saw how that bitch. That's why Phoenix has <laughs> Phoenix literally has two of my longest interviews. The, the only one that he got the only one that he got beat by was another Pisces who went three minutes longer than he did. And I'm oh like, the I'm a Taurus. Yeah. And it's like it's also. It's the water signs. I'm a cancer, so it's like, yeah, we all like to talk. Like, yes. <laughs> that's why. Also, I'm like, the the after the first time, the second time, I'm like, here's your two hour slot, Phoenix. What day do you want to do this? Because <laughs> because I knew I knew the bitch wasn't gonna be able to do it in an hour. I literally knew. You were like, I gotta make the time today. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking about I haven't got him to agree to it again, but I'm thinking about having him and Prince Joshua on an on an interview together. I'm thinking I'm like, this is gonna be a five hour interview. Like Oh my god. <laughs> like you're gonna take you're gonna take me, you're gonna take Prince Joshua, who also did a two and a half hour interview when I interviewed him, and you're gonna take Phoenix. <laughs> Put all of us together. Yeah. <laughs> Some somebody said some somebody said I think like Pretty Boy Rock said when I interviewed he's like have a moderator I'm like why would I want that <laughs> <laughs> have a moderator to tell me to change subjects no thank you um just have someone there going in the background <laughs> they make no noise at all only me I'll just be there like like you know you'll have like the screen so it'll be like all four of us and I'm just yeah. there. With a drink, just going. <laughs> Work. That's all I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Reacting. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, next question. Why did you decide to call yourself Silver? So, fun story. I love telling it. <laughs> um, as I said earlier, I'm like, I love video games. I'm a huge nerd. Like, I'm a giant nerd. I love comic books and cartoons and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I'm a giant nerd. Um, so anyways, have I don't know if you've ever played Pokemon. Have you? Uh, no. I'm a little bit familiar with Pokemon. Oh, good. Well, in the Pokemon games, when you play, um, when the game starts, they'll ask you, like, what's your name? And in the original ones, like the Game Boy Advance ones, um, it would ask you, it would say like, type your own or have some pre-filled ones. And right. they'd usually just, just be colors. So it'd be like, your name is red or green or silver. Yeah. So the first time I played a game, one of the options was silver. And for some reason, like my button just didn't work and I couldn't choose anything else. So I just went with it. And ever since then, every single Pokemon game I've ever played, my character's name is always Silver. And so I did a GoGo competition 
last year? Yes, last year. I did it last year at Precinct in downtown LA. It's called Box Stars. They have a go-go competition every like three months-ish. Um, and on that list, it said, what's your stage name? And my government name is like, no one has it. There's like, I don't know, point zero something in the world of people who have my, my name. Yeah. And my whole life, people have, have always said my name wrong. Like, always. I've only had four people say it right on the first try. And I remember each one of them. Two, sub- two substitute teachers, my English sophomore teacher, and then this random drunk girl. <laughs> four people. Yeah, the last one, yeah. too. She was like, she read it, and she was like, and I was, I was just so shook. I was shook. But anyways, so I didn't want to do that go-go competition and have them call my name and then sit them say it wrong. Because then I would have just been like an eye roll and annoyed. Right. So I went by Silver, and ever since then, that's been me. See, Silver has a very short name. I say I have the longest stage name ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In- I am one word. One color, silver, two syllables. (laughs) And, well, the thing is, when I tell people, it's like, it literally, the name just came to me one day, and it's like, I have to tell people how to spell it. Because, like, my name is Prince, and then it's like, Electro Diamond, which is all one word. One word. And, like, (laughs) and a lot of people, like, try and put it as two words. I'm like, no. No, it's like, that is my last name. Electro Diamond. Yeah. (laughs) I actually, like, I will say crazily enough, I am one of the people who has thought about, like, making their stage name their legal name. That's what I want to do. I I thought about it, but here's the thing that stops me. It's like, once you do that, you have to get a new social security number, and that's, like, what has stopped me from doing it. It's like, that seems like too much work. (laughs) For me, I'm like, I want to do it. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> and it's funny, I just look at life like a video game. Life is a game, and you just got to know how to play right. it sometimes. So for me, I'm like, you know what? I think I just want to hit restart and play the game again. Right. But this time, I'm going to be silver full time. Like, That's I love a, it. That's amazing. The two times I thought about doing it was actually two times I thought about like running for Congress. Oh, shit. As thinking, like, I'm, start. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be great. I'd be the first like drag queen Congress person. So it's like, after George but, Santos, I'm just kidding. <laughs> girl, him, like, or her. Wait, that... wait let me let, let me do my. Re- <laughs> <laughs> George Santos. When everyone, when they announce that girl got arrested. I'm like, I'm like, how you been able to like cause this much attention to yourself and you've been in Congress like four or five months. Like, like <laughs> ain't no one like the stunts, the stunts being pulled, the stunts. Like. And it's like his whole campaign was like stunts. I was Jewish. I was I was gay even though I was married to a woman. It's like I've been out for 10 years. It's like 
It's like, goddamn. He's got the whole Harry Potter book, but like George Potter. It's yeah, insane. it's got a whole series. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to read. Oh, you're good. So frame. <laughs> so what kind of you call yourself a video creator? What kind of videos do you create? Um, I just try to do something that's entertaining. I want someone to feel nostalgia when they see something. Or just be like, yes, bitch, work. Or both. Like, my favorite thing and favorite era was when the, the Vine app was a thing. You know, six-second right. videos. Quick and easy. Entertaining. Like, that was my era. Like, I just, I love that moment so much. I'm frozen in that time still in my mind. And, <laughs> yeah, so it'll be videos like that. You know, I'm go-go dancing and yeah. just hitting every beat, rhythm, the tone, like, or I'm doing something really stupid or I'm looking at my dog and judging her or she's doing the same thing to me. Like, <laughs> And I have so many videos that I've made, but I haven't posted any of them because I'm just like, I need to wait for the right time. But currently I'm in this mental state where I'm like, you know what? Fuck the right time. Anytime's the right time. Yeah, there, there is no such thing. The only things that I've ever like regretted, or not regretted, the only things that I haven't done is like, I you talk about the right time. My thing is like, it's not that there's the like the right time, wrong time. It's like, do I have the time to put the effort into this that I know that it's going to take? Yes. That I and think the, that's what it is. Yeah. And the answer is usually no. Well, this is my thing or is energy, when, the energy too. <laughs> yeah. My thing is it's especially for me, it's like with music and like like original music, it's like I'd love to put it out. I have, like, my thing is, like, I'm trying so hard to, like, get known for this that I just don't have time. Like, it's a lot, like, self-promoting. You also have to do all the, a lot of editing. It's, like, reaching out. Re There's a lot yeah. of little steps to things. I'm, like, <laughs> not to sidetrack, but to yeah. stay on topic but sidetrack. A lot of people yeah. ask me why I don't have an OnlyFans. And I'm like, cause bitch, I'm lazy. Like, I, <laughs> I am. I'm a lazy bitch. But I'm also, like, the most hardworking person ever. Which doesn't make sense, but it also does. Like, we'll I see. will always give at least 150% into something. And if I'm giving 100, I'm, like, tired. But nothing ever less than 100 Right. Like, that's very what I do. See, what I'd say... rather sleep in bed all day and just do nothing. <laughs> Work. Um, when, when you originally said video creator, I'm thinking, I'm like, is this just a way of, like, saying that you do amateur porn and, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying OnlyFans. I'm talking about, like, the step before OnlyFans. <laughs> Come on, Pornhub. 
Still for a Pornhub. <laughs> but again, yeah, don't judge, because like, no, no I love judgment. When people... All jokes and love. <laughs> yeah, I love when people like judge sex workers. It's like, are you fucking serious? Like, in the year twenty twenty three, you're gonna come and judge sex workers for suing a job that's literally as old as the fucking country. Like, like very yes <laughs> and it's like and the people who judge it's like it's like let them get their lives just because you can't get none doesn't mean that like the rest of us can't <laughs> i think it's just jealousy and insecurities yeah well i should say that let's be clear i haven't i will say i haven't done sex work yet and <laughs> I, I say but yet because i feel like when you have sex <laughs> exactly and i also feel like at some point i'm gonna if this if this doesn't take off which is my goal so every guest i reach out to just say yes to me like because i am that like persistent as i say i'm a persistent bitch where it's like yes. until you tell me no i'm going to keep bugging you i appreciate you as well like yeah <laughs> my schedule and what happened yeah i no, appreciate uh, you being patient <laughs> yeah. yeah and and girls like when when you like hit me up as i always say like i am down like so i had to reschedule silver but it's like as long as you communicate with me i'll reschedule you if you ghost me i'm canceling you and you're not getting in you're not getting an invitation like yeah. again because Unless you're super famous. There is one person. <laughs> Actually, the only person in LA who ever ghosted me thinking about giving her, I'm not going to say who it is, another shot. A secret. But it's like that one person. But other than that, because my thing is also, this is promotion. Like, mm -hmm. you'll get you're here, like, I'll post this video to YouTube when we're done, like, whenever, either today or tomorrow, and it's like, this is promotion for you. It's all, you, it's all you. at the end of the day, like, a form of self-promotion. Yeah. And it all and, just, like, represents you, it represents me, it represents yeah. everything. If I was wearing a shirt that said, like, Precinct, or, you know, Nike, like, it's even, yeah. like, representing that. Yeah. And also, if you're in this, if you're in the entertainment field and anything, you should want to promote everything. And, everything. and also, especially if you're a smaller creator, not many people are reaching out to you. Like, I know, I don't know much about it, but it's like, I can guarantee you that not that many people reach out to smaller creators. Because mm -hmm. they think, oh, they have no fans. And it's like, it's like everyone needs to start at some point. Yeah. And also, like, speaking of Phoenix, so there's this guy that I interviewed in um Engl England who's like who lives in Manchester, and he's like, Why would you want to interview me when you're interviewing Phoenix and Prince Joshua? It's like, because I like you. Nah. That's why I don't care that you have like a smaller following. I like you, that's why you're here. And I appreciate you as well, like reaching out yeah. to me. 
like, I was like, oh, me? I was like, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I always try and, like, find, especially with smaller creators, it's easier to get them to say yes. So it's yeah. like... <laughs> but it's like... Fact. Yeah, I, I shoot my shot. Like, I don't care if it says you've got, like, 2 million followers. I'm going to be like, let me just put that out there. There's, like, a point, 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 one percent chance that you're going to actually answer me. But it's worth it. So, yeah. Well, this question sucks, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> I, I'm an open book. I'm an open book. I, I am. I'm. I'm so judgmental on myself. So, what's one aspiration you have in life? Um, to not be late to anything ever again. <laughs> like all jokes aside, I and I'm, I've been good on it for the past like three weeks but i'm late to everything <laughs> everything like my whole life i've growing up we like my mom would always be late to everything like i would always be late to school i would always have detention because i was late like, <laughs> i was late to literally everything even being born shoot i was <laughs> <laughs> like i was an... <laughs> i was two days late <laughs> I was supposed to be born on April 23rd, and I was born on April 25th. Uh, like, I have always been late to everything, and it's just, it's not that I'm a careless person, or I'm unprepared, because I'm a overly prepared person, actually. But it's just that there's just so many things happening that I'll be like, okay, you know, oh, I work at 4 o'clock, yeah. and it's a 22-minute drive. So that means at 4.30, I'm good. And then it's what? like, it's like, four, it's like 4.27 and I'm not even ready. Like I haven't gotten ready for work or anything. I just woke up from a nap. Or, you know, I was, you know, sewing an outfit and I'm like, just 10 more minutes. Like, and then I'll, I'll be late because, you know, I get to the area on time, right. but then right. I have to park my car. I have to pay for parking and stop. I have to walk to my destination. And then I clock in at 4.15 instead of 4 o'clock. Like, it's... Yeah. Ladies, and, gen ladies and gentlemen, the Alyssa Edwards are go-go dancing. <laughs> I was a lovely fifth alternate. <laughs> <laughs> See... My thing is with that, I get it if you're you. My thing is being a live performer, if it's like my show, I need to do sound check because mm -hmm. I don't trust any of y'all motherfuckers <laughs> to like have my sound right and like sit there. Cause this is from doing open mic nights. It's literally like they have to check the volumes. They yeah. have to make sure I'm not too loud. Like blaring the music. That's just something I learned how to do. In terms of competing in competitions, this is the one thing that like pisses me off. 
and I don't get why. When the judge knows me, and I'm getting ready to perform, and you're not handing me a microphone. It's like, you know I'm singing live. Like, <laughs> why do I have to tell you I need a microphone? Hand me a microphone, let me sing. <laughs> it's like, it's not that hard. <laughs> boom, boom. No, that happens. The, that actually happened the last time I performed. It's like, Ooh. it's like, I was sitting there, like, my track had already started playing. The DJ had already started playing my track. And it's like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I need a microphone. And then I had to hit the beat exactly where it went in. Like, I had, like, an intro to the song. And, like, I got handed a microphone. And I just hit the first word immediately. And it's like, dang. Yeah. That's stressful. Yes. And then the whole time, like, that kind of thing takes you out of the moment. And, like, mm-hmm. then you're all. It, it messes you all up. You're like, I had an outline, yeah. and now it's just... And you already do that enough as a performer. Like, mm-hmm. it's already... Especially, I interviewed somebody who, like, is, like, a burlesque dancer who does, like, fire stunts, who literally... Oh, who literally, shit. He, literally, he told me, he's like, yeah, it's like, you have to think, like, how to land this perfectly and not, like, catch a place on fire. Like... <laughs> And I'm like, I I am someone who's like, I love the idea of fire, like, and performing with fire. I'd love for, like, pyrotechnics, because I don't want to control the fire. I want it to be, like, yeah. in a controlled situation, like... You're like and if somebody... something goes wrong, it's not your fault. Exactly. You're like, it was her. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, that old man standing over there. <laughs> you see that cat, that alley cat over there? That's who did it. Like... Blame anyone else because it's not your fault. Yeah, I always I always do that. Like as you say, like you got eliminated first. I am the person who like I hate competing because I've never won. Like, uh, you know what's funny is I've never I've never won anything actually. There, I always the, and the closest I've come to something was coming in second place, and I was like, hey, it's fitting. <laughs> See, that's why. Like speaking of that competition, I did. They said I lost by two points. I was listening to the person who was competing against me. They should have lost by four. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying this would be like a shady bitch. I'm saying it because I honestly feel that way. Like, it's like I got ears. Like, it's like I. It's like I know I may not be the best singer in the world, but I know I was better than her. Like. <laughs> So, okay. So I'll ask these first. So, which one? Oh, okay. I'll ask this one first. Are you an extremely sexual person? I was. I'm not anymore. I'd much rather eat a pizza and fall asleep than have sex with someone. <laughs> I, in all honesty, like two years ago, me. Like, I went to Vegas one time just because I wanted to, and I went on a solo trip for four days, and I had sex with 16 people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I ate, like, nothing. I was just... (laughs) 
I was like a super bottom at that time too. So I was just like a whore. I was a hole. I wasn't even a whore. I was just a hole. But yeah, but now I would much rather just eat a pizza. Um, and like do Uber Eats too, so I could just stay home and be lazy. And right after I eat that pizza, maybe like order some McDonald's too, just because. The irony See. too is like I'm a I'm a very thin person, yeah. But I eat a lot, but it's also because I just I dance a lot and I do a lot of things and right. So it just. Well, this is also like, this is Silver saying at twenty five that his sex drive has gone down. I'm literally, I'm literally older than you, and my sex drive is like, like peak, <laughs> like forever. I think what I, it is, is it's like I've just, I've been disappointed so many times. Like I've had, I've reached the levels of like. Oh, no one can pass this. Oh, no one can beat that. Oh, no one can... Or, like... Like, someone has, like, hit the goals of, like... Oh, best kisser. Best bottom. Best top. Best... First. Best... Best of anything. You know, like... Like, if I was giving awards out, I was like, I already yeah. gave all the Grammys away. I'm sorry. There's right. no one left. So now, it's just, like... Here's a participation, Ruben. Let's go. That's also why I always say, like, this is my thing. Like, I always say, get you a friends with benefits that knows how to work you. Mm-hmm. Like, that is me. Like, I'm not very much doing the, like, random guys anymore. I don't I don't love it as someone who is a bottom, who is tight. I don't love it. I love a guy <laughs> who knows how to, like, work me. Knows how to, it's like, a respect to the body as well. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and not having some says, like yeah. some like stupid guy who wants to get with me who thinks like he can just like stick it in. I I, <laughs> I love guys like that. It's like it's like are you fucking stupid? Like they're like yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, another thing like on the same topic is. I've also come to know, like, what I like and what I don't like. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm a super vanilla person. And I say that in the sense of, like, I can be, like, a dirty slut. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We all can. And I can channel that very well. Especially on stage. I do that very well. But um, I like to be vanilla in the sense of, like, I like to cuddle and kiss. Like, those are, like, just my two things. Which I've come to be at most comfort with. Like, I love kissing the most. And I think my sex drive is gone because so many people are in this thing of, I don't like to kiss. Or if they do like to kiss, they're horrible kissers. And I do not hold back. And I will be like, you're bad. (laughs) And I'll be like, let me teach you real quick. Let's have a kissing lesson. And yeah, I've had people get offended. And then I've had others be like, thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. In terms of kissing, my thing is like, I will only kiss guys that like I am like really into. Like, because mm-hmm. my feeling is once you start kissing somebody, that's when emotions start happening. Mm. 
And I, I see that perspective as well. Yeah. Me, I'm just a very emotional person. Like, even when yeah. I have sex, I... <laughs> and it's like when I say, like, I'm vanilla, because when I have sex with someone, it's not just like a... Like, I'm not... Like, yes, that happens at some points. But when it starts, oh. it's like the touching, the caressing, like some foreplay. It's like you're making love with someone, like when I think right. about it. Right. Like, but it also, in my mind, it's like we're both actors and this is our sex scene right now. Yeah. Believe me, I'm the person who now, I, did, I was not like this when I started out, but I am now the person who's like, talking about the foreplay it's like if you're not eating my ass before you're fucking me you're not fucking me like (laughs) it's not happening i i had a guy say that he's like i don't do it but i want to get with you i'm like well then get you then get you a friend who can do it for you and then you can get in Uh, these are the requirements yeah no excuses it's like especially well I will say this where I started, like I'm into, as I always say, I'm in the black guys literally because like when I started having sex, I was living in the hood and white guys were scared to come to my apartment. So like all of a sudden I'm surrounded by black guys. So all of a sudden again, fat ass. So they want to like get in and like, that's why I like black and Latino guys. And it's like, I'm the first who like, when people say, oh, you'll never be with white people. It's like, that's not true. I have sex with white guys once, twice a year. I call it community service. Um, Damn. <laughs> it's charity work right here. <laughs> Look. Yeah. So, okay, so. Oh, okay, here's my next question. So, do people assume you're extremely slutty because you're a go-go dancer? Yes. And I have no, like, I take no offense to it at all. Because my thing is that's what I want to embody as well. Because I do. Like, when I'm on stage, I yeah. will be... I am a whore. Like, I am a slut. But also, I'm stupid. And I'm, like, right. funny. And I'm... You know when you watch a movie, and there's, like, the main character, but then there's the main character's best friend, who you're like, that's the character who I like. They're funny. But they're also, right. like, the slut, the slutty bridesmaid. Yeah. Like, I'm that person. I get the Emmy. <laughs> right. And um, so I love it when someone's like, oh, you're slutty. And also, too, because if there is someone I like and I'm like, hey, I want to make out with you. Yeah. Like, they always do the first move. I do not do the first move ever. I will walk up and just be like, I'm naked. Touch me. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> it's for that person to be like, like, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that goes to the whole point of going back to like when you say like that's the kind of inappropriate touching you like because you're asking for it. Yes, it's welcomed. It's in. Yeah. It's like I'm asking to get used to it. 
yeah, you just going up to Silver and grabbing his ass for no reason is not something that he wants. Like, actually, I do. What? I do enjoy. My thing is, don't try to finger me. Like, I love being touched. I do. I love people touching me. I will just be standing there on break, and people will just walk by and just like squeeze my ass or like jiggle it, and I'll just be like, yes, like because. My thing is when I'm in go-go mode, it's not just any time. It's have fun and be entertaining. Right. But there is a limit. There's a boundary. My boundary is very small. Like that wall is like a fence, like a picket fence. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with the whole don't touch someone's hole. Like, Yeah. It's like, don't do that. Don't try to stick your finger in my mouth. Um, Ew. Don't like, don't <laughs> tickle me. I do not like being tickled. I will, I've punched someone before. It's just a natural, natural reaction. My brother would always tickle me. Uh, like, he would like jab my sides and it just like, so if someone was like, hey, and I just. <laughs> yeah, buried. again, like, again, like, tickling a go go dancer, why? But like. What? what? Why? Like, like, fingering a go-go dancer's hole. It's like... If it's not welcome, don't do it. Because I've seen people who do it, and I'm like, oh, they know them. Oh, they they fuck, or, you know. Yeah, not only this, we're in America. Like, it's not like you're in, like, Amsterdam, where you can, like, fuck the go-go dancer on stage. Like... You're in America. That can't There's happen. There's a lot here. of rules here. There's a lot of rules here. <laughs> Although I actually did hear like one of my guests like talked about like getting fucked on stage, and like when I tried to ask more questions, they're like, "Next question." I'm like, "Then you should. <laughs> then you should have brought it up." Of course, I'm going to ask you more questions. Like, <laughs> I've never done that. I've seen it. I'm a fan of it. I'm just like, "Yes, bitch, you better work." Take that dick. <laughs> I'm like, don't come. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you li- if you're going to do it, go all the way. You better not come quick. Right. And that's the thing is I live for it. I'm just, I don't care what you're doing. I will live and support. But there's that boundary. Right. And it's so, like enough is enough whenever it happens. But anyway, sorry. Totally, totally. No. So have you ever hooked up with someone who's tipped you yeah many actually not yeah i don't know like 20. <laughs> i love how silver's trying to act like i don't hook up with anybody and all of a sudden i ask this question and he's motherfucker said mean, he's hooked up with 20 people <laughs> that's i mean that that weekend in vegas those four days in vegas 16. Oh, right. A year, 20. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But. No, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of I have, and the answer is no. So maybe it's just guys who want to get with me, give me money. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Taking the dollars. Thank you. Like, I, I love when people like, I tell people who's like, when people say like the question of, have you ever had sex for money? And the answer is like, yes. 
they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, if somebody's going to offer me money, of course I'm going to take it. Like, <laughs> duh. It's like urinal. Well, this is the only time where I felt, well, I didn't even really feel a sense of shame. It's just like, I did it. It's like an older man just said he wanted to come to my house, suck my dick. I didn't have to come. He's going to pay me $100. I'm like, go ahead. Give me your money. Hey, I've given someone a private dance before and it escalated. They gave me 250 No shame. Of course not, because again, again, money is money. Money is money. And if you... If it is... My thing, if it's in your terms... Yeah. And you are just unapologetic about anything, like if someone tries to judge you, go for it. That's just an opinion and opinions don't really matter. But yeah. a fact is, you know, someone was entertained. Right. You got paid. Exactly. And at the end of the day, the other person is bitter. <laughs> totally. So, so what is your relationship to drugs and alcohol? Um, alcohol. <laughs> this is in my car right now. It says Smirnoff. It's Smirnoff drinks. I'm like, there's like two more in here as well. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I hope that says. But also, I will always have like Gatorade bottles as well because I have to hydrate. I drink a right. lot. Um, I was a bit of an alcoholic when I was like 22, 23. Um, but it was like, uh, I say it positively because I knew it was happening. Because I was like, I'm an alcoholic. I'm like, if I'm going to go drinking, it is what it is. I would never have a hangover. I had my first first hangover, actually, just like recently. Um, but I didn't make any bad choices or regret anything. I always knew it happened, but I would know when I drank too much because the next morning I would have videos of myself talking to myself, <laughs> being like, you need to go easier. I can't handle this. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, seeing those videos just like really changed my perspective. Yeah. And I still drink a lot. But I drink less. <laughs> because also, as a go-go dancer, my thing is I don't want to be... I don't want to be dependent on alcohol. Yes, I do mm -hmm. dance better with alcohol. I could drop it to a split like that. <laughs> um, but it's... You know... I don't want to always have to rely on that. Or... The sad part was, at one point... My favorite drink is a Long Island. Like, I drink those like a Capri Sun. Just. What? Uh, yeah. I used to be able to drink nine of them. That's the most I've ever had it. Like, and still be conscious. But then four tequila shots later and I was gone. Um, so I'm going to take back what Silver said. Silver still is still, still an alcoholic. If you could drink that... like <laughs> nine. 
I literally, yeah. I've only, I've only had a Long Island once, and it wasn't. I didn't buy it for myself. Somebody bought it for me. Like uh, that was the yeah. only reason. I'm like, yeah, I was 21, and I was like, I went to a club, and I was like, I've never ordered a drink before or drank until I turned 20. No, well, like ordered a drink at a bar until I turned 21. Right. It was just like you know, at home, put in some vodka and apple juice, like. <laughs> so I, I just went up and it was super busy and they were like what do you want and I was like what's the strongest drink you have and they were like a Long Island and I said that so and ever since that day I've always drank Long Islands now I have moved to vodka Red Bulls that is my go to now right so anyone listening if you want to buy me a drink it's a vodka Red Bull preferably with a watermelon Red Bull if they have it if not it's okay um, but yeah, I've calmed down with the alcohol. Although I did have a Long Island last night, but I'm good. <laughs> right. As I'd say now to me, alcohol, I had, I've never had, like, I've never been hungover. So, like, that's an experience I've never had. In terms of, like, drinking too much, I had one night where I almost got a DUI and that, like, oh. stopped me. That stopped me from, like, drinking when I performed don't do it anymore so it's like in terms of that in terms of drugs as I always say the only thing that I ever abused going back to having the bone spurs is, was that which I told you about before so it's like before I had health insurance like I used to abuse ibuprofen like crazy oh, like I would literally take 18 to 24 a day Dang. Yeah. Would they be like the Advil candy-coated ones? No, it's just regular straight oh, regular ibuprofen. ibuprofen. Yeah. Dang. I would just, I would just, I would pop four at a time, and it's like, it didn't seem like a lot, and then all of a sudden you, like, step back for a moment, and it's like, and I'm like, this is going to be, like, problematic at some point. <laughs> You're like, the consequences of my actions are taking effect <laughs> Was like I'm surprised. Well, if I had gone longer than four months, I probably would have ended up in the hospital at some point. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've I've had roommates who they were like they would. One of my roommates was actually um, addicted to like saline solution. And wow. But just like like told me about it. That's what they would do. And then yeah. they went to rehab and, like, got better. When, when it comes to drugs with myself, I, I don't do them. I've tried yeah. drugs. Yeah. You know, we've all just, like, or... <laughs> <laughs> I've only done that once. It does nothing because I'm a super high-energy person. Or maybe it did, and I just didn't feel it. Um, yeah. But it just hurt my nose at the end of the day. And also, weed, I cannot do because... I don't like the taste, and then I start coughing like I'm someone who's about to die from the plague. It is awful. See, yeah. but I like thing, edibles. I like yeah. edibles. See, that's the thing. Like, if I were to like, if I were to like try weed at all, it'd be edibles. My thing is, again, being the singer, I don't want to inhale smoke because mm -hmm. 
inhaling your smoke. vocal cords. Yeah, it's awesome. not good for your vocal cords. Yeah. And anyone who's like, that's not true. If you want proof of it, literally go look at Miley Cyrus when she used to do like when she used to smoke weed all the time during the banger era and look at her now. Her voice sounds a thousand times better now because uh, she stopped. It really does make a difference. That's why people always make the yeah. joke of like, sounds like I smoke 30 packs a day. Yeah. Cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes was never like, I don't know, maybe it's because like. I just think about it whenever I've made out with someone who smoked cigarettes and I could taste them. I always think, I always think of this comment someone said where they were just like, it's like you're kissing an ashtray. Um, no offense to anyone who smokes cigarettes because I have made out with people who smoke cigarettes and their breath is fine. But I've also made out with others who that's all I taste. And I'm just like, no. Right. So. Okay, no. I'll ask this question first. Have you ever suffered from body insecurities? Yes. Body dysmorphia is real. Mm -hmm. I can have a six pack or I could have a little gut going on. It does not matter. I would just. I grew up very, very, very chubby. Like, really chubby. Like, I, I joke about it. Um, but when I was in, like, seventh grade, like, you could, put a, you could put a bra on me. I think I'd probably be, like, a B cup or C cup. Wow. And then that summer, from seventh to eighth grade, I just grew. Yeah. Like, really tall, and I guess I stretched out. And my metabolism metabolism became a thing i guess yeah she was clocked out and then she finally clocked in and so how yeah. tall are you i'm 511 and i currently yeah. weigh 167 pounds um, see that's realistic now i'll tell you how to the body dysmorphia thing here's i'll tell you my height i'm 63 my vision of what I was supposed to weigh was 150, 160 pounds. That's not realistic, though. Yeah, of course, it's not realistic. That would mean I was anorexic. Like, literally, especially like being built like a football player, 150, 160 pounds. And then, like, one day I, I, looked, yeah. I looked at myself and I'm like, bitch, you've never weighed 150, 160 pounds in your life. What makes you think you can start now? But. And it's like everyone's body is made differently. We're shaped like I have very broad shoulders. I was a swimmer, yeah. um, and I just have like very long. Like my arms are long. I have long fingers, piano fingers. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I've met people who are also five eleven, and they have like longer torsos than I do and shorter arms. It's like we're all different, right? But the society norm. That's that is exactly, and it's honestly, in truth, about moving to LA. That's like my one fear. It's like, it's like, will my body insecurities be even heightened moving out there? Well, that anxiety, that that self sabotage voice, just be like telling you all that. Yeah, I'm like I, it, I'm like when I first started go go dancing. 
it did hit me because I, I did have like, for me as someone who like, let's say I would wear, there was a period where I was, I was always a size small underwear. And then I went to a size medium and that I'm like, this is so, so weird saying this out loud, but in my mind, it was just also growing up. I'm, I'm mixed. So I'm also Latino. Yeah. Um, and something in like Latin cultures, families will always just be like, you're so skinny, eat some more food. Or if yeah. you're a little heavier, they're like, you need to stop eating. And like, there's no, no matter what you are, they're just going to tell you, you can't be that. And you need to be the opposite. So for me, it was like, okay, I know what I want to look like now. Cause I was a go-go dancer. And right. seeing videos of myself, I was like, ooh, I don't like how that looks. Ooh, I don't like how that looks. No matter what people told me, I just heard the voices in my head. Right. Or the voices of, like, my aunts or uncles telling me, like, you look like this or it looks like this. Da, da, da. Yeah. Body dysmorphia. So, I mean, the thing with me is it's, like, what I know... It's like, in terms of like taking photos, it's like, I just edit them the way that I want to look. And it, and I say that because it's like, I, I don't do crazy editing. Like, it's like, I like, will do like a body shaper app, but I'll move it like that much. So it's like, it's like, I literally just bring in my waist a little bit. It's like, I'm not like that much hating on myself. Although I look at when... I like first started doing drag versus now. I actually weigh less now than when I started doing drag. So it's like, I kind of look at that and I'm like, I look better now. Yeah. Like, and it's that thing of you see, you see the self evolution in yourself. Yeah. We're all Pokemon and we all evolve. (laughs) And also to this point, if everyone looks the same, But you see people dating some someone who looks just like them. Yeah, which is literally never me. Like I'm usually and I'm like the first. Uh, I'm yeah. the so opposite of that. It's I'm just like, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, date the opposite of you. This is this is my thing. As I have always said when I tell people, it's like don't just date inside your race, especially white people. Don't just date inside your race. Interracial relationships are the way of the future. Yes. Cultural like, crossovers. It's like a yeah. Disney Channel episode. Like yeah. when they made those crossovers, that's what it is dating someone of different background, different race. Like you learn so much and you mesh well together, or sometimes yeah. you don't. It's also it's just a good way to learn. Yeah. Yeah, this as I say, this Aryan Nation crap needs to end. Like (laughs) (laughs) I am. That's why when everyone's like it's they're like, I just can't see dating black guys. It's like you're just scared of taking a big dick bitch. That's the thing. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. It's like it's like trust me, you'll be able well. 
you'll be able to walk comfortably for the most part. It depends on like what size you get to. Like, yeah. I, it's not even that. It's just like it's your partner. My thing is, and when I say that term, partner, I know like a lot of people when they hear that word, they like will instantly just be like partner, boyfriend, or significant other, etc. Yeah. For me, partner just means. You know, someone who in that moment, you're just trusting. You're just putting your trust in someone. You're like, that's my partner right now. That's my dance partner. That's my oh. uh, chemistry partner. That's my sex partner. Like, yeah. whatever it is, like, that's how I see it. So for me, like, when I've gotten fucked by, like, an 11-inch dick, it has happened. I Lord. made sure I'm real with people. Like, I'm like, you need to do this. You Don't treat me like this. da 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 I'm like, I want it this way. I'll let you know. If I don't like something, trust me, you will know. And it's like it's like I'm giving a terms and conditions and you're signing it. Very that. Because um, that's how you have to be. Like, yes, because at the I end say. of the day, it's, if something happens, like, you know, the only person to blame is yourself. The, because oh. you let this person do work 11 inches i've never taken i've taken 10 and a half before i've never taken 11 <laughs> it's like and it's like that was the only time where like i could feel it after but it's like <laughs> everything else it's like it's like eight nine eight nine nine and a half it's like come on girl let's let's, let's get to it he's a greedy bottom <laughs> I'm not that group. Well, mm, <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> Ariana Grande, greedy. <laughs> I say that. I make my, I'm making myself sound like such a slut. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Yes, it is okay. It's like it's okay to be a slut and a whore, as long as you do it with pride. And, and honestly, are jealous. And truth, and what drag queen really isn't like. <laughs> we all are um, at the end of the day. Yeah, we call ourselves good Christian ladies, <laughs> but we're not. Yeah. <laughs> and neither are they. <laughs> Work. So, okay, I don't have this question written down. Almost done. So. So, what has your dating history kind of been like? I've dated, I've been in six relationships. Um, I'm known as someone, like, by my friends, someone who is not single for long. Which is really funny to me because of how many people I've had sex with. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, when I look back on it, I'm like, how did I do that? When I was dating this person for two years, how did I manage to, in that two-month period, have sex with that many people? Um, yeah. Like, I'm very much... I'm a, I, I love to love. I love to make people feel loved. I love to just... Yeah. Make people happy and show someone, like, you can be the best version of yourself, whether that's sexual, emotional. But... That's also like a double-edged sword because I want to give someone the world, but it doesn't mean they want to give me the world. Right. And so I've had 
very toxic relationships, emotionally abusive relationships, verbally abusive, never physically. I'm a really good fighter. So, like, yeah. no one ever tried me. So one did, actually, and I, like, had to be, like, stop and, like, put his arm behind his back. Because um, my thing is violence is never the answer unless it really is. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I agreed with the first part. And all of a sudden, when you said, until it is, like. Well, I mean, if you're just walking and someone steals your phone and then tries to fight you. I mean, okay, fine. Fine, fair. That's what I mean. I mean, also, as I said, I'm 6'3". Like, look at the size of me. Who the fuck's going to try and do shit with me? Like, yeah. I'm I'm very much like Gandhi peace like person, but like if I have to beat the shit out of you, I'll do it. Yeah. There's only one time I've wanted to do it in drag, and it was one time where somebody snatched the wig off my head. Oh. <laughs> and I held back because I'm like. I'm like, I'm, first of all, it's like, I hated them because it's like, now I have to sit like in a window, like fix my part in the exact right place. And you like, gotta brush it out now and like fix yeah. it up. It's not just like taking off a wig and putting it back on. Like sometimes no. it's. I, God, I'm, I wish it were that easy. <laughs> and like me, like when I do drag, I like to do wig reveals. Yeah. So it's like flipping that one off and having one under, making sure that bitch stays on. Juggle. Right. But yeah, relationships. <laughs> yeah. As I say, with me, I'll just say this. I've only dated, like, honestly, two people. One was a black, well, I should say, they are now, they, okay, I'll say this. They are now a black girl. That's actually one of the reasons why the relationship ended was because they were transitioning living in my apartment and lying to me about it. Oh. So I found out the truth one day when she left, left her key in the door, moved all her stuff out, and left me a note along with that key. Oh, snap. Yep. And it's not like I hadn't asked. Like, I literally asked, like, are you transitioning? Do you feel like you need to transition? Like, yeah. Although well, the I comfort know the, level wasn't there. Yeah. Well, I knew why she wasn't telling me because she, I had said, and this is me being closed-minded at the time. I may be a little bit more open-minded now, but I'm like, I'm like, if you're gonna transition, we're breaking up. Like, because yeah. I'm like, that's just that's not my thing. Like, hmm. like if you're into trans. If you're into trans girls, like, great. Not my thing. I'm gay as fuck. Like, yeah, everyone has their preference. Everyone yeah. has, and it's it's respect value that comes with that too. It's, and you, we all know how it works. We all know how life is. Yeah. We all know what our parts like and what they don't. <laughs> exactly. And it was just that was the time where like, when. She was going on hormones. That was the time where, like, more 
when we had sex, I had to become the top, which is something I don't love doing. It's like it's also like, putting you in an uncomfortable position. Yeah. Yeah. Like in yeah. my relationships, I used to be I used to be a full fledged bottom until one of my friends with benefits when I was like twenty. He was like, I wanna see you fuck this guy. So I did. <laughs> And we had a three-way, and it was great. I was like, oh, my God, topping is fun. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. like. And then my, like, so I've been, like, the top and bottom in my, relation, my yeah. relationships. I'm verse. Yeah. I say that in the sense of I, I'm a verse because, uh, wait, how do I say it? Like, basically, when I am with someone, I will only be one position with you. It's very right. rare. Like, it's like a 5% chance if I do flip. Yeah. But because in, in my mind, it's I'm either going to be a full-fledged bottom for you, um, or I'm, I will be the full-fledged top. I'm not going to go half-ass on it. Wow, that is but, kind of like... Uh, well, I would say that is kind of interesting, but it's like, I get it. It's like... Yeah, like, it. It does suck, though, because some people will be like, like, I, I'll top them, and then they'll be like, now I want you to bottom. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to bottom for you. Because, well, in your way of probably like thinking about it, it's like, then you change the expectation of what can happen. And it's like, yes, when you're together and, like, the roles are very much chosen, it's like, when stuff happens, you know what's... Yeah, and you're, it's, you're it's the thing of, like, let's say, you know, I'm dating someone, and then we're sitting on the couch, we start making out. Yeah. It confuses me, because then I'm like, am I topping right now, or am I going to bottom? And it's also, like, some people, not me, but, <laughs> some, but some people, like, believe that they have to douche before they bottom. As I say, like, I don't do it, but it's like, when I, in terms of like when I tell people that, it's like, in general, I, especially like now, now that I've gotten older, it's like, I know my body. It's like, I know like what the window is. And like, it's like, we're going to have sex now. Like, <laughs> it's like, you have these like three, four hours. If you can't make it happen within this time, then we're not happening. Like, that, I love the shower douche. When I discovered that, I was like, yeah. and pure for men. Pure for men. Yeah. Oh, yes. That is, well, that was like one of my biggest things, like getting older. It's like, I changed my diet, and it's like, now my diet is like more susceptible to me, like having sex. Like, mm -hmm. it does. It, it has to be, honestly. Like, yeah. That's what I learned on that Vegas trip. I, I was like, oh, I can't eat that. No. Totally. So. Okay. So last two questions. So what are your thoughts on how the LGBT community is being treated today? Um, it's awful. Horrendous. Horrific. We're traveling back in time. And it's stupid, but also it's incredible and beautiful to see the support that we're getting. 
the people who are I saw this post the other day and it was it was a little girl and it was like her and her sister like the older sister and the girl was recording her little sister like and she was like hey I need to tell you something and it was a reaction video and the little girl was like what and then the sister said I'm a lesbian and she was like you're Lebanese (laughs) and it was just like the pure innocence of but and then she like explains her like no I'm a lesbian it means I like girls and it's okay to do that so if you ever feel this way later it's okay and the little girl just like hugged her and she was like I love you no matter what but then seeing her caption though was like our parents are extremely homophobic and they're racist. And so she was like, I just want to let my sister know that it's okay. Yeah. But saying like, like the, uh, the Nazis recently that went outside of, um, was it Virginia West? I think it was her. Nina West's drag mother. Yeah. She was performing This Is Me and a group of Nazis stood outside that drag brunch. Like, I can't believe that's happening and no one's doing it. Like, I just want to put on some stilettos, give me some fighting gloves, and let me just go, like, be the Black Widow of drag. (laughs) See, I would say, like, I know that it's hitting hard. It's especially hitting hard, like, for people who are, like, in the South. It's like, Mm-hmm. As it said, it started. It's it started in Tennessee. It's moved to Florida. That's why, like, I always tell people, like, I understand gays that live out in LA. At some point, think, oh, it's getting too expensive in LA. I should move to Florida. Fucking stay in LA. Nope. Uh-uh. Like, uh, fucking LA. stay in LA. Like, this is like the freedom state. Like, we are. Well, SoCal, SoCal, LA. yeah, and San Fran. It's like I get it. You don't you don't you don't have lots of money. Save up what you can and stay. Like mm-hmm. it's like I would I tell all people like this is why I should never be a part of the tourism board of Florida. Don't fucking move here. Like <laughs> like I would say like even moving to if some people are like, well, Georgia is not much better. It's like, yes, but Atlanta is like the Mecca of, like, the melting pot of the South. So it's, like, the one place where, like, tolerance is. Yes. Fact. That's the only reason I consider moving there. Like, literally the, the only reason. support there. Exactly. Like, that's, like, the, um, I think it's, like, the, I'm pretty sure it's the drag capital of the South. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I literally feel like right now, this is a an embodiment of X-Men, like our community, we're the mutants and the rest of the world is like sending sentinels and FBI to come kill us. Right. Like it's just choices. Choices. Definitely. It's something where I actually, to that person that I was interviewing in Europe. He's like he's like thinking about moving to America. I'm like I'm like, look, 
It's like, I will tell you where to move. Like, don't move where I am. L.A. I said, I said L.A. or New York because this yeah. is the thing. He, he, has, he has aspirations of being a go-go dancer. That's not a thing in England. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't have go-go dancers at all. When he when he told me that, I'm like, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's not a thing. And I'm like, I'm like, because also the I get the reason why it's not because tipping is also not a thing in the UK. Oh. So like, you like drag queens don't work for tips. Like waiters at all don't work for tips. It's like, so as a um, go-go boy, I completely understand. It's like, because I, I would say this, you probably like get a certain amount. Well, actually, I don't even know. Do you get like a certain amount of money to like just go somewhere and perform and then like you make tips on top of it? Or are you just working basically for tips? Um, yeah, I'll get like a, a set pay and then... yeah. You know, my tips. Yeah. Um, but also, there's some nights or some events that I've done where it is a tip spot. Like, yeah. I've offered, I'm like, do you need a go-go dancer? And because I know places sometimes won't have a budget or it's a new event or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll be the go-go dancer and I'll do it for tips because, hey, I just want to get money real quick and go buy some Jack in the Box at three in the morning after work also exposure it's always good exposure exactly like that's why when some people are like like when i've i like i would say like i very rarely have performed for tips that's why i have like an actual job so it's like i've never had to depend on drag for money so it's like they're like you perform for free? I'm like, yeah, because again, that's exposure. Like, and you get to just share your talent. You get to just yeah. express yourself. I'm like, like I said in the beginning, when the lights hit and the music plays and I'm on that stage, that's it. Exactly. It's like, have you seen the movie Sucker Punch? No. Okay. Basically, it's about. I can't reminisce what it's about. I'm going to go on a tangent. But anyways, there's a moment where the the main character, they ask her to dance. And so she, like, closes her eyes. And when she opens them, she's in, like, an alternate reality. Yeah. And then when she opens her eyes again, she's, like, back in the real world. And everyone's just like, oh, my God, that, that was incredible how you dance. Da, da, da. And that's how I feel when I dance. Like, yeah. I feel like a a version of me clocks out and a new one clocks in. It's also you have to have like some sense of delusion. Yep. Because like <laughs> my thing is like I know this about myself. It's like my like two probably biggest vocal well actually I would say three biggest vocal inspirations are Lady Gaga, Christina Aguilera, and Anastasia. So it's like I try and emulate their sounds, like, because you have to believe it. You have to believe, like, when I'm singing yeah. Anastasia, I am Anastasia. 
But it's, but it's like I look back and it's like, bitch, you're not Anastasia. But it's like you have to you, you have to believe in yourself like that. You have delusion. Tell yourself you're the best dancer, the best hair flipper, the best yeah. like. Because if you don't tell yourself that, then you're not gonna believe it, and no one else will believe it. Yeah. So, to the final question. Dun dun dun. What's the biggest misconception about you? Um, the biggest misconception. Hmm. Don't worry. Think. This is the, this is always the question that throws everybody for a loop. Like, I'm like, um, the biggest misconception. And then I talk shit about people. Hmm. They're like, I'm a shit talker. Because I'm not. I live to their shade. And talk That's... to people. Yeah. And like, tell someone something to their face. Like, I'll give someone feedback. But I will say, do you want some honest feedback? Right. And people will think I'm talking to straight shit to them. But I'm like, I'm not. You said yes. Here's my answer. See, actually, well, no, in truth, I would love to say that's mine. I Mine is also that I'm also kind of shady, but it's like sometimes I hear things in my head, like I have thoughts, and they sound less shady in my head than when I actually <laughs> say them. <laughs> no, I, I know I'm, I'm very blunt. I can be very blunt. So I'm just like, oh. Also, another misconception is that now... I'm late to everything. No more. I'm not late to things anymore. Not for three weeks. <laughs> I've been on time to everything so far. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's like you didn't, well, in theory, you didn't show up that late today. Like, my thing interview. is, I may be late, but I was worth the wait. Yeah. That's the thing. Because I always show up. And I, actually, not, you're not the longest. That somebody that I've had to wait for somebody. Ah. The longest I've had to wait was an hour. Oh. And it was like, and it was like, we had already discussed the time beforehand. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I won't be ready for another hour. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here in drag and it's like, <laughs> I have to keep that fan blowing because as Silver can tell you, being in drag is hot. It is very hot. I love to carry a fan with me and just clack it and Yeah. So if I'm not comfortable <laughs> I will say it's actually my shortest interview and it's probably for that exact reason. Oh, I am. <laughs> That's funny. It's like it's like you made me wait an hour while your yeah, interviews. Hour time. <laughs> no, he didn't even get that. <laughs> oh, oh. His oh. interview is like thirty-six minutes long, oh. <laughs> and that was just me. Like I'm not even gonna try and ask more questions. I only have my questions written. I actually thought in my head, like I went back and looked at that interview. Now that interview was a lot worse in my head than what it actually <laughs> was. I'm like, I'm like that wasn't that bad. 
the self-saboteur the self-saboteur it's just i believe maybe at some point that a i wasn't as good at 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 asking questions at that point and b they might have been a little bit nervous and that's fine like i get it not everybody's gonna be like exactly like calm cool collected coming here but yeah they're like questions video anxiety <laughs> and plus i'm i'm the one bitch who's like who's like let me get attractive give let me get hot guys and make them talk so it's like <laughs> <laughs> you're like how many sexual partners have you had in the past 13 hours <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course. Uh, this is my thing. Like, I always you know, you say, always ask me, like, what's your body yeah. count at the end of it? That's what you should ask everyone. See, my question, the biggest misconception question, I thought that was an original question until I saw an interview where somebody did that. And I'm like, fuck, I got to come up with a new and original question. I don't know why I thought that was like going to be an original question. Like, <laughs> Nobody had what's ever thought count? of it. Before. No, no. What's the biggest misconception about you? Oh. What's your What's your body count? Is actually a good question. Yeah, what's your body count? And but then, and then you'll see people go. But there are certain pe- there are certain people you can't ask that question to. Like yeah. Like for example, I will again go back to the interview with Phoenix, where I asked Phoenix if he had real friends, like. You can't ask everybody oh. that question. <laughs> oh. oh, that's that. Full glasses off. Full glasses off. <laughs> but it's like you can't ask everybody that question. Like if I had asked yeah. the wrong person that question, they would have told me to fuck off. Like that'd be a good interview. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like. But you don't want to burn a bridge or make someone uncomfortable and. Well, no, and this yeah. was like, I, I, I then like after that, like explain that question of it's like, you're out in LA, you know, a lot of people are fake. Like, these are all just like simple facts. Yeah, and like the like the stereotypical questions of what LA, like when a movie portrays, yeah, LA, like it's like sunny, beautiful, amazing. Yeah, we're that, but we're also full of traffic, slow drivers angry customers who go to Target and act like they're at Gucci. Like, right. We're very full of that. And it's not everyone. And I am very, I'm like getting in frame. I am very yeah. guilty of being this person of um, like when I was 18, 19 and before I ever went to WeHo, I yeah. had that mentality of like West Hollywood, everyone's the same and every, everyone's mean and all the go-go dancers are just rude da, 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 da. and then I actually went there and I had fun and now I'm a go-go dancer and I live and I've gotten to meet so many people and I know people and I'm just like big fans I still hear people yeah. talk shit like you know random people just standing there and I'll say something yeah or but you know stereotypes and rumors happen for a reason because there is some truth to them yeah. And example, I have gone out and seen someone being really rude and shady to my friend. And then I walk up and they start flirting with me and I literally just ignore them. 
right and like, shady towards them and i go to my friend and i'm like hey how are you and then they realize like yeah, you know, there are people like that but it's also but, like again going back to that point with phoenix phoenix was the first person i talked to ever in la so it's like yes i, I had the LA it's like I had the misconception about that in LA. And literally, if you go look at like the first interview I ever did, where it's like I said, I will never move to LA because LA is like this. I am very much an East Coast person. Da 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 da. <laughs> now, come five months later, all of a sudden, I'm now considering possibly moving to LA at some point. Like, that's just. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't listen to all the words. Nothing is factual until you've seen it or done it yourself yeah all right well again with that being said it's been great interviewing you i loved getting to meet you girl thank you likewise thank you yeah. for interviewing me I'm, it's you're my welcome. pleasure <laughs> you're welcome with that being said this is gay out the city i'm your host prince electro diamond and i hope you've enjoyed bye bye and and